the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. And welcome in. Kathy Emmons alone in studio today with you but happy to have you along because therefore i am not alone also my good friend lexi on the other side of the glass to take you right up until six o'clock tonight and to get your weekend started this is the ride home john hall taking a day off a terrific friday show ahead for all of us um let me just take us into the five o'clock hour for a minute because let me get my calendar in the right space um doug oster gardening Czar. I wonder if anyone's ever called him that, Lex. Yeah, I have no clue. I, I hope so. I hope so. Or maybe I hope not so that it can be, you know, a special moment for him. Anyway, he's joining us for two segments of the five o'clock hour. And here's why. Because it is so beautiful out and everyone in my neighborhood is doing something in their yard. I mean, it's like all of a sudden, everybody, it was like the entire neighborhood was hibernating. Now they've awoken and now they're digging. So that's what's happening everywhere. I called Doug last night and I said, look, I don't know what is going on, but everyone's like ready to go. We have questions for you. Can you give us answers? He said yes. So Doug Oster will be with us on the eve of his trip to Portugal. Yep. He's going to Portugal for two weeks with something like 47 people who are his fans. And they're going to go look at flowers and talk about gardening and whatever in Portugal. I bet gardening in Portugal is awesome. I just tend to think it is. Um, So if you've got gardening questions or if you just love to listen to somebody who knows what they're talking about, whether it's indoor plants, whether it's your grass or your trees or whatever, make sure you're with us for the 5 o'clock hour because Doug is super fun. He's a good friend and he'll be with us. Also, the Week in Review in its normal slot at 535. Things to do in Pittsburgh this weekend also coming up in our second hour. Um, And then in this hour, we'll continue our celebration of National Poetry Month. I've got a good one for you today. Um, And a lot of other things that I'll tell you about before we go to break. But uh, is it too early for me to tell you, Lex? Tell me what? (laughs) Your weekend has begun. (laughs) Our fan is here. He only shows up Fridays, Lex, the the fan. It's sad. I know. You should come more often, honestly. You really should. I bet he downloads the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh Uh, As I said, John Hall, he's taking uh, a little trip. It's 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 not a cross country trip. It's a cross state trip, going to the other side of Pennsylvania. I'm not giving away what he's doing, but I am interested to talk to him about it when he returns. He'll be back with us on Monday. Uh, you can uh, check out a recent picture of us because we were at the ballpark last night, John and I. Um, we had terrific seats, literally right behind home plate. It wasn't even fair, and uh, that is an exciting baseball team to watch. I mean, we sat down now. now given John and I are baseball fans. Um, But we sat down to watch, and all of our miscellaneous talk happened between innings. 
because it's so fast moving now that you are you're like in it. You know what I mean? You are watching. You're like, you know, you're not being distracted by other things. We did not go up. We waited in no line. We got no food. We were it was all business. And man, did that team deliver? Good thing I got there right on time because the first inning was like where most of the cool stuff happened um, as far as offense. But boy, what we are so lucky in Pittsburgh to be watching a new team like this emerge. And I know. You're going to tell me, Kathy, the Pirates stink. It's early in the season. You know they're going to collapse. Look, allow me to be happy for a minute. Good God. Anyway, you should get out to the ballpark this weekend uh, because there's a lot of great stuff coming on. And the Reds stink. So we could sweep them too. Anyway, before uh, we get to the rest of the show, I do think it's time for the news. So, Lex, would you please give me the sweet music for the top four? Yep, that's it. It's our top four at four Friday, April 21st, 2023. Should I start with number one, Lex? Probably number one. The Russian military has acknowledged it accidentally bombed Belgorod, their own city of 340,000, about 25 miles east of the border with Ukraine. The explosion left a 66-foot-wide crater in the middle of a tree-lined boulevard, according to CBS News. Flanked by apartment buildings, it shattered their windows, damaged cars, injured residents, some people hospitalized. Initially, when it happened, Russian commentators, bloggers, that sort of thing, they were like, wow, what the heck kind of weapon did Ukraine use for this attack? People were calling for retribution. You know, we have to get after. But about an hour later, the Russian defense ministry acknowledged the explosion was actually caused by a weapon of their own, most likely an 1,100-pound bomb. Military experts have noted that as the number of Russian military flights have increased sharply during the fighting, so have crashes and accidents. You remember the story last month, I think it was, that the Russian military is rolling Soviet-era tanks off of storage bases where they were mothballed for, I don't know, I mean, decades and decades. Um, Hopefully, in their eyes to bolster their forces amid the destruction of hardware on the battlefield. Number two, authorities are looking for about $14.77 million worth of gold and other high-value goods that were stolen from where? From a cargo facility at the Toronto airport. Yes, a high-value container, as they're calling it, stolen from a holding cargo facility after it was taken off a plane that landed in the airport Monday evening. Police said the items were gone within a few hours in what they are describing as a very rare heist. There is an ongoing investigation. They do not know where the gold is or if it is still in Canada. Police do believe, though, this is an isolated incident. Although, how could they know it was an isolated incident? I mean, the, the way they're not going to think it's an isolated incident is when the next one happens. And then they're going to say, oh, well, that was an isolated incident. Number three. Lexi, I have a weird but good animal story. Oh, good. A lion has been spotted in Chad's Sina Ora National Park. Now you think, well, okay, so it's Chad. I mean, there's probably lions there. Here's the thing. There have not been lions there for 20 years. A team of conservationists from the Chadian government and the New York City-based nonprofit Wildlife Conservation Society released this beautiful image yesterday of a lioness. She looks absolutely gorgeous, strong. Um, 
The photo taken by one of those remote cameras, February 22nd in the National Park, where not one lion has been seen since 2004. Now, the lion was alone in the picture, but it's unlikely, they said, that a lioness would be by herself because she would be with a pride. So they think that there are more lions out there. Lions, of course, classified as vulnerable on the International Union for Conservation of Nature's red list. But in particular, where this lion is, they are considered critically endangered. So that is super exciting for anyone who loves a lion. And I'll tell you, I'm one of those people. And number four, next year, an army of people will descend where, well, on Erie. That's Erie, PA, as in the canal, as in I got a mule, her name is Sal, with mail-ordered glasses because the solar eclipse on April 8th, which will be visible all over the state, will be exceptional in Erie. And that's your top four at four. Isn't that strange? You think, wait a minute, what do you mean? Why Erie? Let me give you a little window into this. Um, Apparently, Erie is in the path of totality which is this super, and you know what that is, Lexi, I see you nodding. It's this narrow band. It stretches from Texas to New England where the moon will 100% cover the sun. And it's supposed to be surreal, primeval, even hair-raising experience. Lexi, have you experienced it? Um, not a total lunar eclipse, but or not lunar, a total solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. But I think my senior year of high school during the summer, there was a um, a lunar eclipse. I keep saying lunar on Sure. Um, sure. But a solar eclipse, there was one. And I mean, it's just so cool to look at. There was some guy, I was going into Walmart with my friends, and some guy had the glasses yes. uh, to help you see it. Because right, because you can't look right at it. Yeah, um, because even though um, the sun is covered by the moon, the um, UV rays will still, you know, really hurt your eyes. Right. Um, and so this random guy just had the glasses and he was standing outside of Walmart looking up at the at the solar eclipse and he goes, hey, you guys want to try this? And you were like, yeah, I, I don't know like, you, absolutely. but why not? Yeah. <laughs> On that day, uh, John Hall went up to the roof. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he did. And he looked, brand. he looked at it through a puddle, <laughs> which I thought was sad. I had special glasses and I was down in the parking lot. Um, it was great. Anyway, so... But you can go to Erie, which might be better than meeting some random guy in a parking lot or looking through a puddle. Um, In Pittsburgh, the sun coverage will be 97 percent, but there it'll be 100 and the blackout will last four minutes. So that's very cool. Now, here's the thing. If you do want to go to Erie, um, it's going to double in population overnight. That's what they're anticipating. An economic impact in the order of $15 million. They're expecting 250,000 visitors. And you want to stay overnight? It's looking at, you can make a reservation right now, $900 a night. Nuh-uh. Oh my goodness. Yep, that is the truth. All right, we need to take a break. When we come back, my good friend Karen Swallow Pryor will be with us. We're going to be talking about friendship. What does it look like in the church? Why is it that men and women really can't have it? And what's supposed to set Christians apart? We'll talk about it next. Glad you're along, Friday edition. 101.5 WORD. Imagine surprising your mom with $2,000. <laughs> If you're the winner in our $2,000 Mother's Day sweepstakes, you can. Enter up to once per day between now and May 11th to increase your chances of winning. For all she does, your mom is so worth it. Enter the $2,000 Mother's Day sweepstakes. Make your mom a winner today. Sign up at wordfm.com. Sponsored by Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse. 
Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling. Specializing in roof replacements for churches and places of worship for nearly 40 years. For the church roof replacement specialists in Pittsburgh and the surrounding area, call 724-NEW-ROOF today for a free quote. Contact the tax group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other aggressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman, 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to lose my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. We did PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. A toast to our new college grad who fills us with so much joy, almost as much as when we're in our RV. Oh, the world is your oyster, kiddo, and ours too. Now that we're covered with Progressive, Dad and I can hop in our RV anytime we want. Might even splurge on a retractable awning. Oh, look out. (laughs) Sorry, what was I talking about? Protect your loved one with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? 724 New Roof. Can men and women just be friends? I mean, when Harry Burns asked Sally Albright that... At first, he said no, men and women couldn't be friends. And then later on in the movie, they became friends. But then they ended up not being friends. So I guess the answer to When Harry Met Sally is the fact that women, men can't be friends, can't just be friends. But I don't buy it. If I, if I bought that, I couldn't work where I do. I wouldn't have the friends that I have. I'd be living a different kind of life. And so when I hear the Billy Graham rule employed and we'll talk about that in just a minute. I think, you know what? I know, I know for sure that that had good intentions, but I think the unintended consequences are something that's bad for everybody. Karen Swallow Pryor is with me. She's a research professor of English and Christianity and Culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, author of a whole bunch of books including On Reading Well, Finding the Good Life Through Great Literature. Karen, welcome back. Hey, Kathy, great to be with you. I guess it's just us girls today. It is. It is. And it might, I don't know if it's better. John's on the beach. So whatever I can do to salvage some sort of joy, you know, in relation to what he's doing, I feel good about it, Karen. <laughs> well, hopefully I can be some sort of substitute. <laughs> yeah, 
You're <laughs> listen. You're no. You're no substitute. You're the. You're the number one person I was interested in looking uh, and being able to talk to today because this is an issue. Men and women as friends, Karen, which um, I think about a lot, simply because I have more friends who are men than friends who are women because of the industry I work in, just the kind of person I am probably. Um, and so when I hear the Billy Graham rule put in, I think, you know what, that's not helping anybody. Okay, but let's back up. For people listening, they're thinking, I've never, I don't even know what that is. Talk about the Billy Graham rule and how you saw it put into your life in particular at the end of this conference that you went to. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the Billy Graham rule has a very specific origin, and you can find it on the on the website for Billy Graham Ministries, and it involves uh, Billy Graham, someone trying to trap him by having, like, a naked or scantily dressed woman appear at his hotel door in hopes that the media would get get a picture of it and, you know, and create a scandal, which, of course, that's, that's a very scary thing, but that caused him and his... Um, Team, his associates to develop some rules for accountability. Um, he was very high profile, had to be very cautious, um, could certainly understand some of the, the precautions he had to take being on the road all the time. But somehow that rule that was for him in that very unique situation, not very many people are as famous and vulnerable as Billy Graham was, um, have a, transformed that into kind of a rule like that, that they can't be alone with a woman in a car or over a meal, I guess in an office, I don't know. Um, a lot of pastors adopt this. Um, I think it's, you know, it's something popular within um, evangelical Christian circles, which is, you know, that reflects my life, so it's something that uh, comes up in my life. Um, but that's, that's, and there are different variations, um, but basically it's people kind of um, translating something that was very specific to Billy Graham in his life and kind of applying it very broadly in their own lives today. So, Karen, when you decided that you needed a ride to the airport after a conference you went to, um, talk about what happened. Well, I was at a conference, and actually, you know, because I was a speaker, everything was taken care of, my transportation, my housing, and so forth, and so so I just go with the flow. And, um, and in, in this case, the person taking me to the airport was a young man, and he was in seminary, and he was not supposed to be alone with a woman, and there was another speaker, female speaker that had to go to the airport, and our flights were several hours apart. He had no one to go with him. And so I was just asked to go early, several hours early, um, so that he wouldn't be alone in the car with a woman and who happened to be in her 60s or 70s <laughs> and old enough to be his grandmother. I was old enough to be his mother. And, you know, I, I just went. It was fine. I took a book. I take books with me. Um, but it just, it really just, it's one of several instances where I've experienced it. That's probably the most dramatic one. Um, but it just made me think through all of it like it's just Good grief. because I that's all them usually I go to conferences and people pick you know a man comes and picks me up and takes me to the university where I'm speaking and it's not an issue so uh I want to make sure in my, uh, you know, as I roll my eyes about this, that it really does come from a good place. And I appreciate people who are looking, they don't want to, they don't want to mess up. 
right? And they don't want to put themselves in a vulnerable position or put someone else in a vulnerable position. And so, you know, I kudos to them for that. Um, but you say something in your article for Religion News Service. You said um, that you hoped at some point in his training, this young man would receive discipleship that would help him relate to his siblings in Christ in ways that are more biblical than Victorian, more Pauline than pornified, and more Christ-like than cultural. So can we talk about the first thing you said, Karen, about more biblical than Victorian? What do you mean by that? Yeah, well, I actually, coincidentally, we didn't talk about this, but I just finished a book um, that will be out next year where I really do unpack sort of uh, among you know, other things, but a lot of how contemporary American evangelicalism has inherited so much from Victorian culture of the 19th century, and there are reasons for that that I talk about in the book. But, but so much of what we assume is is being a good Christian is very much cultural, and specifically um, Victorian culture, which emphasized purity. It emphasized the separate spheres between men and women, and public and private lives. And the Billy Graham rule is comes directly from that kind of mindset because it doesn't it doesn't exist in a world where men and women work together or where women professors have male students that they talk to um, and teach and, and meet with in their office. I mean, it's just a completely different world where women are just peripheral to men um, and, you know, and, and pose risks and dangers as opposed to the world where, well, you, you describe, I mean, you work with a man every day, you work with many men every day, as do I, um, and we simply couldn't even do our jobs if we had to worry about being mm-hmm. caught alone for a few minutes with someone. Right. So this idea of um, of being uh, more Victorian than biblical, I think I think is something. I mean, it's gotten a lot of conversation in the last two or three years. I think it deserves a little more and more mainstream circles because it's a challenge to us. I think a lot of the times the segregation that we see between men and women in the church is is linked back. To, well, the reason we're doing that is because we're trying to be biblical. Um, and but but yet the idea that the scripture shows us it really is different than that. Um, so so talk about some instances in scripture, Karen, that you see that make you think. Wait a minute this this is not the way God intended men and women to act in the church. Well, of course, the language that we hear and read in the New Testament about the way that the church family is to operate is is as brothers and sisters in Christ. It's a family model. Um, and so, and we see that in the life of, of Jesus in, in his friendship with, with Mary and Martha. Um, he was friends with their brother Lazarus as well, uh, but the real closeness was between Mary and Martha. Um, even Mary Magdalene, who is just, you know, she, she appears throughout um, the life of Jesus at, at pivotal moments. And so she clearly was close enough to him to, to follow him. Uh, there are apostles who are women. There were there are friendships between men and women. Priscilla and Aquila were friends with with uh, with, with Paul, very close friends. Um, and so these aren't necessarily one on one relationships uh, that that you know that perhaps married people would not want to have, but they are deep abiding friendships. And there doesn't seem to be a lot of nervousness about um, about whether or not. I mean, I mean Jesus spent time with with you know with fallen women and with with others and um so we don't see any any um reflection of of that kind of anxiety in the scriptures Mm -hmm. 
And I don't think there has to be that heightened level of anxiety that we see in a lot of public Christian spaces. I'm talking to Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor. She's research professor of English and Christianity and culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. She's got a new book coming out next year, which we'll talk about um, before we finish the segment. But I do also want to highlight cultural engagement. This is a great book, A Crash Course in Contemporary Issues, that she's the co-editor of. Um, Karen, what about uh, your day-to-day life? So you are a professor. You're also an in-demand speaker. You do a ton of writing. Um, how would what's your situation with with working with men? Uh, how do you approach that? Do you have to have a plan in place before you go to an atmosphere with which you're not familiar? Well, that, that's the thing. I really don't have that. I mean, there, there are plans in terms of travel and transportation and, and, and those things, but it's not not generally something that um, that depend that where we work out whether it's a man or a woman and, and, and so forth. I mean, for most professional women like me are going into environments where it's primarily men anyway. So if, if, if a woman was required, um, there might not be one available to chaperone or to, to be the person picking me up. And of course, um, you know, teaching students, meeting in an office. I mean, they're also just common sense um, principles that should apply to all of us. Um, that's why, you know, if we go to offices, there are usually windows and doors mm-hmm. um, and, and those, those are there for good reasons. Um, and, you know, ha- grabbing a coffee or a quick lunch with um, a colleague of the opposite sex is not the same thing as having a romantic candlelit dinner um, or doing these things routinely. So it's really just a matter of being professional and friendly and treating one another as we would want to be treated. Karen, what do you think is at the root of the fear part of it? Um, I, I, again, I, I do think it comes from a healthy place. I think there's a there's an idea of, you know, I, I'm, I want to be humble. I want to realize that I'm a fallen person and that I could fall myself or bring somebody else down. I get that. I respect that. But to me, the fear um, element is, is a step beyond that. And I'm not sure where mm-hmm. that comes from. Do you have any ideas? Well, I actually have a lot of ideas. <laughs> I think some of it is that I, I think many people are just simply taught this. And it's, it's assumed that this is a good idea with people really not reflecting on it or thinking about how it would apply in various situations. So it becomes a rule um, that then, you know, often contradicts common sense. Um, I do think, especially because so many pastors, you know, use this rule, um, pastors are particularly vulnerable. They need to be careful, especially, you know, if, if they are... Um, because their ministries depend mm-hmm. on their integrity, and if they're counseling women or meeting with them, they have to be cautious. They have to have safeguards. Um, but that's harder and better than having, you know, a hard and fast rule that's so black and white about not being alone with a woman. So I think, I think the desire and the need to be to protect yourself, to protect others, um, is good. Uh, and you just have to develop virtue and practices that are nimble enough to meet the needs of the people that you serve um, and don't put the rules first. And another another thing that has come up is a, a lot of people will mention um, the biblical injunction to, you know, to, to not, um, to avoid the appearance of something that is bad. And and I agree with that. We, we should not um, be a stumbling block or, or look like something is going on, but I would say we should 
we should not be in a place where we think that having a coffee or a lunch with someone in the opposite sex is reproachable or is you know something that looks bad it shouldn't we shouldn't even think it looks bad most people who are having affairs aren't doing that at starbucks or applebee's Karen Swallow-Pryor is with me. She's a professor. She's a writer. She's a speaker. Karen, I need to take a break. When we come back uh, in just a couple minutes, I want to ask you about uh, the sexualized culture that we all know that we live in. How much is that affecting us and maybe how little we are affecting it? We'll talk about that next. This is the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Hi, friends. Tom Lewis for Cross International with a great big thank you to everyone who gave in our campaign to reach, rescue, and bring hope and the gospel to children right there in Haiti, Guatemala, and Nicaragua through Cross International Partners. Your gifts are literally transforming lives. Now, there's still some work to be done. A lot of children waiting to be fed for the next year, receive clean water, a Christian education, other life-saving resources, and there's room for you to call right now, 866-806-2977. We've still got a lot of children in this campaign that need your help. You can give on the web as well at wordfm.com, the Cross International Banner. Or one more time, here's the number to call, 866-806-2977. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Terry Wardrenis here from the Gateway Clipper. The best way to see Pittsburgh is aboard a three-river sightseeing cruise. Join us and experience our city and learn something about it, too. Sales weekends in April and May. Visit gatewayclipper.com for tickets. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want it done right, call doing it like 724 New Roof. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Lay the Word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Hi, I'm Kelsey Wiggins, a teacher in Gilmore City Bradgate School District in Iowa. Thanks to a science, technology, engineering, and math grant sponsored by Bear Fund, we renovated an old locker room into a monarch butterfly incubator, providing students with access to innovative technology that engages and inspires them. I encourage farmers to nominate a school district to apply for a $15,000 Grow Rural Education grant by visiting americasfarmers.com.
Tonight will be cloudy with a thunder shower and spots in the evening, followed by a little rain late tonight, the low 54. Tomorrow, breezy with periods of rain and a thunderstorm and a high of 57. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies with a low of 40. Sunday, mostly cloudy, chilly, the high 49. Monday, a shower in the area in the morning, otherwise mostly cloudy and chilly with a high of 50. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. I've had this radio show with John Hall for the last, I don't know, I think it's about 12 years. And uh, over that amount of time, I, you know, he and I have spent countless, countless hours together, countless hours on the phone, texting, all of that sort of thing. Um, now, John is a good friend of my husband's. His wife is a good friend of mine. We're actually in the same small group, which I know is weird, but it's just the way it is. We were in the same small group. It's just been a long time. Anyway, the long and the short of it is, if we uh, employed a rule that a lot of churches employ, which is that men and women can never be alone, we could never do this show. Um, and But even more than that, we would never be the kind of friends we have become over the years. And that, I think, is the, is the thing I grieve most about when we talk about these issues. When men and women needlessly segregate themselves one from another, they miss out on the opportunity for real abiding friendships that do not have to be sexual. They can just be friendships between people who love Jesus, who are different, who have different interests or the same interests or who make each other laugh or someone who inspires you, someone who can teach you something about who Jesus is that you would never have known before who's had a different life experience and we're really I think I think we're cutting each other off unnecessarily because of our fear that we're going to fall sexually. I'm talking to Dr. Karen Swallow-Pryor. She's research professor of English and Christianity and Culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Um, Karen, I know you have known John and I for a long time. I mean, we spend countless uh, amounts of time together and have over the years, and we both changed as a result of the other. I mean, we have an abiding friendship, and that, I guess I just want to say publicly, that's a thing that can exist. And you got, and your friendship has blessed many people, um, your listeners, your guests, and so I'm thankful for it. Yeah, so it's one of those things that um, I don't know. I'm I'm grateful to be able to model that. Not that I wanted to or set out to do that. It's just a kind of thing that's happened. But I do grieve the fact that people will miss out on that by thinking that they can't be a, a woman can't be friends with that guy or that guy can't be friends with that woman. Um, the other thing I want to say, Karen, is that um, in a in a professional setting, if a woman is excluded from meeting with her boss who might be a man one on one. All of a sudden, that woman is completely sidelined from what else is going on in an office. Um, and that is something I, I guess I also just want to say, if men are listening to this program and they think, you know, what's the big deal? Um, it really is a big deal if you are treated completely differently than the men that you work with. Um, now, Karen, exactly. you... Yeah, and so you and I have, have both worked a lot for many years in Christian situations. Um how many like talk about good experiences you have had uh like i've had with john my boss gary actually all the men i work with i'm the only woman in our department uh in programming here and i've been treated really wonderfully since the moment i walked in here over almost 15 years ago uh talk about good experiences you've had karen to kind of i don't know give us some hope for the future Oh, you know, I mean, most of my experiences have been good. In fact, I, I, it, I the first time I was sort of confronted with 
the Billy Graham rule uh, some years ago at, with one colleague um, who didn't want to get a ride with me from one end of campus to the other, and it just kind of surprised me. Um, I, I, I was oblivious to it because, I mean, my, in my first, um, one of my very first professional jobs, I was um, uh, an administrator at a Christian high school, and I, the church assigned me a male secretary, and they crammed us into a room that was really even small for one person. But that's, you know, we were <laughs> on a shoestring budget, and we were getting by, and, and I worked in close quarters with this with this man alone most of the day and so um so even in the christian context i really was oblivious thankfully to this most of the time and and i actually wonder i do think that as the church becomes more divided and polarized over the past few years i think that that there are more extreme versions of this rule or more vocalization of it that are emerging mm. just because our times are so stressed and, and fractured. Um, and so that's why I, you know, there it really is no one size fits all, but we have to approach this whole issue thoughtfully, biblically, graciously, uh, flexibly, because everyone is in different circumstances, and, and, and we have to respect those as well. Uh, but just to unthinkingly adopt a rule like this and say this is biblical and this is what wisdom, that's not being um, thoughtful at all. Mm-hmm. Karen, talk about your new book project. Um, I guess it's on this topic. <laughs> well, it it, 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 it it's not on this top. It's on the broadly speaking, sort of not just assuming things are biblical or Christian um, when they actually are more cultural and specifically mm. Victorian. So the, the book is um, called "The Evangelical Imagination: How Stories, Images, and Metaphors Created a Culture in Crisis." Um, and so this would be an example of one sort of story or image that we have when men and women should not be alone together, um, that we just sort of assume and adopt without thinking about its history or its implications. Um, That's not something that I cover in the book, but I cover lots and lots of ideas and images and narratives like that that have taken hold and kind of look at their history and what's good about them, uh, you know, why they they originated, the good reasons, and then maybe how they go too far or get distorted or just don't... um, aren't the wisest um, approach to take. So Karen, when people hear this, they, you know, some people might think, oh no, Karen's a lib. Karen's, (laughs) Karen's lost her conservative principles. She's fallen off the left side. Um, But it's actually not that. Um, Talk about the the difference between like going down a progressive, uh, progressive path uh, theologically and trying to get back biblically to what was originally intended. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that much of what we call conservatism today, whether it's, you know, political conservatism or what we think is theological conservatism, is in many instances a reaction to something liberal or progressive that's going on. Um, And that's not necessarily, you know, a reaction to the other side is not necessarily going to land us in in a biblical, scriptural, or wise place. And that's why you know, I mean, we're human beings, we're going to react, we're going to respond to the culture. Um, I get that. But we really do have to go back to the scripture. It's so much harder to treat one another like brothers and sisters, even in the in the face of our, our failures, our fallenness and temptation, because married people do get tempted and attracted to other people, newsflash. Um, 
but we are we still are supposed to treat one another like brothers and sisters as opposed to like committing incest which is what that would be metaphorically so um so the onus is on us to cultivate christ-likeness uh, you know we still have to recognize our limitations and and but that's not where we're supposed to rest we're supposed to continue to grow and be sanctified um and follow that biblical model the new book is called The Evangelical Imagination. I've been talking to author Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor. Karen, I'm super excited about the book. Give me the subtitle. Um, how Stories, Images, and Metaphors Created a Culture in Crisis. The bad news is it's not out until next July. Okay, so it's July of 23. Okay. Well, I'm still excited. My excitement can go on for a long time. I'll be just fine with that. Carrot, I'm grateful for the time you set aside to talk to us today. Um, I always love to read what you write, whether it's something pithy on Twitter or something longer like a book. So thanks for all your good work. Well, thanks for having me. It's always fun to talk to you, Kathy. Check out Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is. And please check out one of her great books, including on reading well, finding the good life through great literature. WORD. The current school year is not even over, but Word FM is already talking about heading back to school. Back to school! If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the WORD half-price tuition deals now at wordfm.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around 200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Moms. Wow, aren't they special? Doesn't that word just warm your heart and make you feel loved? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from The Spring House, and I am so blessed to get to work side-by-side with my mom every day in our family business. And right now, my mom and I are planning for a special day for you and your mom on Mother's Day. Every year on Mother's Day, we barbecue chicken quarters over the open pit outside with our secret butter sauce. Baked beans, corn pudding, coleslaw, macaroni salad, ho-ho cake, and more will abound inside to go along with that tasty tender chicken. When I was a teenager and we first started cooking for crowds, all my mom wanted for Mother's Day was for us five kids to help get ready to make this a special day for our guests. So bring your family and come hungry to enjoy the wonderful farm fresh meal that we started all those years ago. Oh yeah, live music and free cones for moms too. Let us share a little of our farm with you. The Spring House in 84 PA 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Has your home fallen victim to mother 
nature? Get a free storm damage analysis from Bachman's Roofing. You may never notice the damage from storms, so let the experienced team at Bachman's Roofing provide a free analysis to check for damages from the recent storms. Bachman's is now offering 0% financing and no payments for six months. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com to set up your free storm damage analysis by May 1st. That's 412-744-8390. Last night, John and I went to a ball game. It's the first ball game I've been to uh, in a while. And, you know, at the conclusion of the game, when assuming that the home team is up, uh, I don't mean up. I mean, sorry, I've got wires all over the place here going. Anyway, the home team is pitching. The opponent is up at best. So your, uh, your closer is trying to close out the game. And the crowd rises. I realized as I was, we were rising uh, to support David Bednar, who was awesome, that I haven't been to a pirate game where there was a closer needed in a long time. <laughs> I mean, as I stood up, I thought, well, this is, wait a minute. I haven't done this in a while. And then I thought, that's because all the games I've gone to, the Pirates have been losing. Anyway, it was a super fun game. Um, and then I ended up getting a ball at the end. I've never a game ball. It was super fun. Anyway, uh, somebody took a picture. Uh, John put it up on Facebook last night. And so all sorts of people are weighing in and, you know, comments and everything. And that's super fun. Um, and we don't, to be honest with you, put much stuff up on social media anymore. Uh, and I don't know why that is. It's just one of those things that we've... Social media has a lot of poison to it. And when you're in the public eye, you get a lot of negative feedback. And so I guess we're just like anyone else and we kind of wear out after a while. And so we just haven't done it. Um, but just looking at the comments today, I mean, it was such, it's a like, I'm not putting up some uh, earth shaking opinion. It's just a picture of the two of us. It was really fun to connect with people. But the, the dark side of social media is what really causes people problems. And sometimes it's just a little bit of dissatisfaction. Sometimes it's just something for people to complain about. And then sometimes it just gets to the point where a person is negatively impacted in the deepest parts of who they are by their connection to social media. There was an article in the Washington Post um, that I found very interesting, and it is entitled, They Gave Up Social Media are they happier? And so, Lexi, I'm going to ask you about this in just a minute, but I'm going to lay out a couple of the people who are mentioned in this article and tell you what they said. Um, it starts out talking about Jesse Waits, and uh, he's 39 years old. He works at a tech repair counter in Cincinnati, and he realized that his relationship with social media had grown into something he didn't like. Uh, he permanently logged off of Facebook Snapchat and Twitter last year during what he called a digital detox. And he says a year later, he feels happier and more present, but not everyone around him gets it. Some people rib him with a wow, good for you or some kind of emotion dump about their own social media hangups. This is what he said. Addiction is the most interesting of diseases because it's a disease that convinces you you don't have a disease, right? He said. Plenty of Americans claim social media is a scourge, but few cut the cord. The Washington Post says that 64% of U.S. adults, 64, say social media has a mostly negative impact 
on their life and life in the country, but 72% maintain at least one social media account. So uh, I think uh, interaction with social media has gone down, particularly in the last 12 months. Lexi, what's your social media activity like? What are the platforms that you mostly use? Um, I'm, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, I use TikTok quite frequently, mainly because it's just, there's just a lot of funny videos that come up on my For You page. Got it. Okay. Um, but I use Snapchat to text all a lot of my friends because they, some of us don't have um, iMessage. Not all of us have an iPhone. Sure. And so it's just e an easier way for us to all text together. So I keep Snapchat. I really do have all, all the social medias, but I don't use all of them as frequently. Right. Um, so you have an account on them all. Yeah. But you don't use them all. Yeah. Like I post to my Instagram like once a quarter, you know, like right. I post it like once every three months. Okay. Um, when something fun happens and I'm like, oh, this will be good to post on, on Instagram and right. Facebook. Like I very rarely like share anything on Facebook or post to Instagram or Twitter. Is that less than it was a year ago? Um, probably less than it was a couple years ago. Um, I feel like I still didn't, I've stopped posting as much in the past, like two or two years. Okay. And I think part of that is because, um, there isn't anything to talk about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's nothing. Cause like when I was in college, there were things to talk about, like things I was a part of that you could listen to, right. that you could do. Now it's just work. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, not, not I'm at work again. On. Just like yesterday. Yeah. And just like tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's exactly yeah. That's how I feel about okay. it. Okay, are you are you the kind of person that thought that thinks that your when you were posting more that social media was unhealthy for you? Yeah. Well, so I thought, and this is um, the interesting thing is that um, I was big into social media when I took my media and society class in college, um, and one of the um, things that we had to do for that class is we had to pick a social media that we used often, and at the point I was using Twitter very often. And you had to delete it and not use it for a month. Oh. And so we had to write a paper about it. And <laughs> and so um I realized afterwards I was like, Yeah, I could get I could get behind deleting this forever. I was like, Oh once you once you cut the cord. Mm hmm I was like, Oh, I could probably do do this for a while. But some people in that class were talking about how like one girl was talking about how she used Pinterest right before she'd go to sleep. Like she'd just scroll through and like add to her Pinterest boards. And so she had a hard time falling asleep every night because she didn't have her so, like the thing that's in her routine. Because every somebody took away her pacifier. Yeah. Basically. That's basically what it is, right? Yeah. And her baby blanket. All yeah. right. All right, we're, we're going to continue our conversation and hear a nice little poem for National Poetry Day. Stay with us. It's the ride home. Contact the tax group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed 48 thousand dollars. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500.
If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other regressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive, and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great? If the cost of your health care could go down, well, MediShare 65 plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65+. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Hi, friends. Tom Lewis for Cross International with a great big thank you to everyone who gave in our campaign to reach, rescue, and bring hope and the gospel to children right there in Haiti, Guatemala, and Nicaragua through Cross International Partners. Your gifts are literally transforming lives. Now, there's still some work to be done. A lot of children waiting to be fed for the next year, receive clean water, a Christian education, other life-saving resources, and there's room for you to call right now, 866-806-2977. we still got a lot of children in this campaign that need your help. You can give on the web as well at wordfm.com, the Cross International Banner. Or one more time, here's the number to call, 866-806-2977. Anyway, as we were saying about social media, um, I tend to waste time. That's the best thing I can say. And I have a hard time setting it uh, apart from my work because we couldn't do this show without Twitter. It's just it's how we meet and talk to a lot of our guests. And that's just part of what we have to do. So if I didn't have this job anymore, if I wasn't working in broadcasting, maybe I would just ditch it. I don't it. I don't know. But. Certainly when I'm looking through Instagram at night and I follow a lot of travel uh, people and there's a lot of stuff from, you know, people who are going to places that I've been or I would like to go or whatever. And I really enjoy that. But I'm not sure if I really need that. I don't know. I, I've tried to cut back on TV at night, and I've been reading instead, trying to go to bed earlier because I'm so bad about staying up late. And I already feel good about the fact that I'm reading more than watching TV. So maybe, Lex, if I cut some of the social media, I would feel even better. And this kind of reminds me of a – I don't – I think it's just a docu-series, but it's called The Social Dilemma. Oh, my gosh. Just, and that – I I turned off all my notifications oh my for everything. I, I turned off my notifications like <laughs> – 30 seconds after it ended, the, yeah. the credits were rolling. I was like, Click. all right, is notification this... bars all off. This is over. Mm-hmm. Yes. A friend of mine told me that they uh, finished watching it and they wanted to um, burn down uh, the tech giants. Um, uh, 
local location, and she's meaning that figuratively, of course, nobody take me seriously, but she did want to throw her phone out the window. Oh, yeah, 100%. And so for anyone listening that does not know what The Social Dilemma is, first of all, you should watch it. Yes. But essentially, it, it's a documentary talking about how social media is super addictive, and that's exactly how they want it to be. Mm-hmm. It's so... It's actually geared to keep you on there mm-hmm. and to make you think... How about the story about the guy who wanted to ask the girl out? Do you remember that? Yes. That was so instructive because instead of asking the girl out who was right in front of him, Mm -hmm. he kept looking at the notifications on his phone and then just totally missed out on the opportunity and then was talking about how lonely he was. Yeah, absolutely. It's, ooh, it gives me shivers. Oh, it's really, really good. uh, Okay, anyway, I got so excited talking about this, I didn't read the poem. But we're going to do it in the 5 o'clock hour, National Poetry Month. We're going to do do a lot more than that because in the 5 o'clock hour, our good friend Doug Oster Pittsburgh's gardening czar will be with us. So uh, questions about house plants, outdoor plants, uh, about planting your yard, about trimming your shrubs, planting your perennials, my compost pile, whatever you want to hear. It's coming up next. Word FM, celebrating the life and legacy of Dr. Charles Stanley of In Touch Ministries. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Andrew in Todd.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Officials say the U.S. will begin training Ukrainian forces how to use and maintain Abrams tanks in the coming weeks. The decision comes as defense staff from around Europe and the world are meeting at Ramstein Air Base in Germany in an ongoing effort to coordinate delivery of weapons and other equipment to Ukraine. The goal's been to have the troops trained by the time the refurbished tanks are ready so they can then immediately move to combat. Officials say 31 of the Abrams will arrive at Grafenfeer training area at the end of May, and the troops will begin training a couple of weeks later. The course expected to last 10 weeks. I'm Charles Diladesma. A decision expected by tonight, the U.S. Supreme Court's self-imposed deadline on whether to restrict access to the widely used abortion pill mefepristone. This is SRN News. Can you hear it? The cry of those living in darkness, in desperate need of hope. As their cries go up, we here at Cornerstone Television long to answer. We believe God is calling each of us for such a time as this to rise up and come to the battle line with the hope of Jesus Christ. Don't miss Cornerstone's Hope Arising special programming with Pastor Jim, Jason Howard, Matt Sorger, Apostle Connie Brooks, and Jay Gilbert. This is a special invitation for you to come to the battle line with us to link arms and see hope arise. Our mission to reach the nations remains strong, but we can't fulfill our mission without you. Tune in April 24th through 28th at 8 p.m. and discover how to be a strong force of light in the darkness. Watch Hope Arising on Cornerstone Television Network. That's Verizon Fios Channel 505 or Channel 805 on Comcast Xfinity. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. 
These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Rayma Christian School is enrolling now. Rayma is a private school in Moon Township serving children in preschool through eighth grade. Recognized for its commitment to a biblically integrated curriculum that nurtures a Christian worldview and academic excellence, Rayma aims to develop the whole child spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Rayma is a true community of families who desire to raise up the next generation of godly leaders, also offering programs for homeschool families. For tuition and enrollment information, visit RaymaChristianSchool.org. I'm cold. You know why you're cold? Because we need to replace our windows. It's going to be expensive. Well, we lose money every time the wind blows. I don't want to deal with a high-pressure salesperson. Well, our neighbors used energy swing windows and doors, and they loved them. Oh, they have over 500 five-star reviews. The energy swing is a complete lifetime warranty for a peace of mind guarantee. So if we replace the windows and doors with them, we'll never have to do it again. I'll make an appointment today at energyswingwindows.com. Tonight will be cloudy with a thunder shower in spots in the evening, followed by a little rain late tonight, the low 54. Tomorrow, breezy with periods of rain and a thunderstorm and a high of 57. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies with a low of 40. Sunday, mostly cloudy, chilly, the high 49. Monday, a shower in the area in the morning, otherwise mostly cloudy and chilly with a high of 50. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Oh, but that's a trick, because it's not John Hall, because he's taking a day off. But I am Kathy Emmons. I'm in the studio with you, Lexi Merritt, on the other side of the uh, very thin wall filled with glass that separates us. And happy to have you along, because, of course, you, our listeners, are what makes the show go. And going it is uh, for about the next 55 minutes until uh, our weekend actually starts at 6 o'clock. Now I say hours. Now yours has already started. I mean, if you're in sales, as Doug Hurth used to say, you've, you know, been on, you've been on weekend since you know, 12.05 this afternoon. Um, but we have a great hour coming up. Our good friend Doug Oster will be back on the show, the gardening guru. I'm calling him the gardening czar of Pittsburgh. He'll be joining us in just a couple minutes. I've already gotten questions from people via email. A lot of houseplant questions have come in today, which is funny. Those of you who don't like plants, first off, I'm sorry. Second of all, maybe you should reconsider because if you listen to Doug Oster talk for a while, he's going to make you want to go dig something in your garden. He just is. He's that kind of person. Listen, I'd never even considered composting. I thought it was gross, dirty, and why would you do it until I met him and he just wouldn't let me live. He wouldn't let me go until I did it. And now I'm super glad. Anyway. 
So in just a couple of minutes, uh, Doug Oster will be with us to talk about indoor and outdoor gardening. Also at 535, the weekend review coming up and things to do in Pittsburgh this weekend. Okay, uh, news today. You probably heard it at the top of the hour. I'm reading here from the Wall Street Journal that the NFL has suspended five players, including four on the Detroit Lions, for violating the league's gambling policy in the league's biggest crackdown since the widespread proliferation of legal sports betting across the U.S. The unprecedented bans coming down at once from the NFL reflects, as they say, the growing challenge the entire sports world faces as betting becomes increasingly prevalent. Now, I am a big sports fan. For those of you who listen to the show, it's not going to be a surprise to you. Uh, I love baseball. Baseball is my favorite sport, but I I have loved football for much longer. Um, I grew up watching football. My mom made me like talk about, you know, what defense the Steelers were running. Uh, I mean, sports was serious in my house. Um, I also love hockey um, and pit basketball. I am like 100% in. So whatever the sports, I'm happy to jump into it. But this collusion, and I'm calling it collusion now, between sports and betting is off the chain. It is way, way too much. Now, for years, you know, Las Vegas was looking to get uh, a sports franchise. And, you know, all of the commissioners of the major sports were like, absolutely not. They're the last thing we need, if we're looking at the nature of our sport, about keeping it above board, is having any team that's in Vegas. Because, of course, you know, Vegas is the place to gamble, so we're not going to do that. Well, I that's gone because now we have a uh, football team in Vegas. Now we have a hockey team in Vegas, and we're about to have a baseball team in Vegas too. So uh, that's a thing of the past. When you're taking in sports, you know, if you're listening to sports radio, if you're watching sports on TV, like if you're looking at a, watching a channel like ESPN, are you not assaulted with gambling ads? I mean, I cannot get over how much gambling content I take in in a one hour's time, either on radio or television. I mean, it, it it's absolutely crazy. And if you listen on radio, you'll hear there are paid spots. And that's like insider radio language for the fact that there's somebody that is paying to be on the show on a regular basis to talk just about gambling. So it, it seems a little disingenuous of the NFL, who's probably the sport that by far people bet on more than any other, actually concerned about this. And the fact that they've suspended five players is really, to be honest with you, shocking. Three players, the Lions, Quintez Cephas and C.J. Moore, along with Shaka Tony of the Washington Commanders, were suspended indefinitely through at least 2023 for betting on NFL games this past season. Now, I I'm assuming that that is written out and is very clear in their whatever paperwork they get when they sign a contract with an NFL team. But I actually wouldn't blame them for not knowing about it. I mean, I know that whatever you sign in your contract, you're supposed to know about. But just the unbelievable ubiquitous nature of gambling everything all over sports. I mean, I'm surprised it's it's illegal for them. I really am. I mean, I'm glad it is, but I'm surprised it is. Two other Lions wide receivers, Jamison Williams and Stanley Berryhill, received six-game bans. Although the league didn't specify their violations, the team said their suspensions were due to, quote, other gambling policy violations, including betting from an NFL facility on non-NFL games. Okay, so here's another thing. One of these guys apparently was betting on his college team. 
Okay, but he was doing it while he was in an NFL facility, I'm assuming, on his phone. Uh, So that's dumb. (laughs) That's dumb. But I'm not sure why that's so much of a violation. I get the three players from the Lions who are betting on NFL games um, because that's getting into, you know, Pete Rose territory. But what we're talking about with gambling on NFL on college teams while you're in an NFL locker room. I don't understand if gambling ads are all over every single product the NFL puts out, why that all of a sudden has gotten everybody's attention. I mean, that seems like nothing. Betting on a college game while you're in an NFL facility, it seems like absolutely nothing versus how many gambling ads we see during the average NFL game. I don't know. I I probably sound old and like crotchety when I say this, but I'm just... I think it's sad that we have these sports, especially football, which in my mind is the most exciting game, sports game, you can watch. And somehow the excitement of the game is no longer enough. So it's no longer exciting to sit down and watch the most exciting game in the world. The only way to make it exciting is if you have something on the game. Well, then there's something wrong with us. I mean, it's just it, it's kind of like pornography to me. It's like sex is a great gift. It's an incredible gift. But somehow we've decided it's not enough. So we need to go to porn because porn will make sex more exciting. What actually doesn't, it just ruins the whole thing. And that's what I feel is going to happen ultimately to sports is we're going to be so amped up about all of the money we have riding on this game and that game that we're going to ruin the whole experience for us. And isn't that going to be tragic because the pirates are good. Pirates are finally good. Oh my gosh. I can't sleep. It's so thrilling. I know it's early in the season and they're going to tank. Look, like I said in the first hour, just let me be happy. Just for a couple minutes, let me be happy. Anyway, John and I went to the game last night. Uh, We had such a fun time. I can talk more about it later this hour, but I did get a ball. I've never gotten a a, a a game ball. Never, never, never. It was super thrilling. Uh, somebody snapped a picture of John and I. It's up on Facebook and it will make you laugh. Hopefully it'll lighten your day. All right. We're taking a break. But after it, excited to have Doug Oster with me. So get your gardening gloves on and he's going to tell you everything you should and shouldn't do. It's a beautiful weekend. Perfect day to talk about growing stuff. It's a Friday edition of your ride home. 101.5 W-O-R-D. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. Psalm 119.9. Charles Stanley gave his life to the Lord as a young man, and he received his heavenly reward April 18th, faithfully serving to the age of 90. We treasure the life and ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley and invite you to pay tribute to his influence on you and your family's life by logging on to our station website. Share your appreciation for the life and ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley by going to wordfm.com. The Easter weekend was fabulous. And now that spring is here, of course, that means weddings, graduation parties, you name it, right? Everything outdoors. And if you're planning a party, we suggest the Spring House in Marsha. Hey, Marsh. Hi, guys. Hey, yeah, this is a great time of year to start planning for spring and summer parties. We've already had so many on the ball moms calling to do their graduation mm-hmm. parties. And, and right now, you know, communion time so we've had a lot of those also and people are planning um, showers baby showers wedding showers reunions for the summertime so this is a great time of year to 
um, keep that phone ringing at the spring house. Keep my sister Jill busy with her catering crew, and they'll help you put together a wonderful menu. Um, if you have a wedding coming up, she'll even do a sampling with you, and she's got, like, all kinds of great ideas and plans for that, and she's so fun, fun to plan with. She's just, like, like you know, grandma helping you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so this is a great time of year to think about catering from the spring house. Fabulous. No matter what. No matter what the event, the Springhouse can help you to make it perfect. So go online, check them out right now, springhousemarket.com. Thanks, Marsh. Thanks, Marsh. Thanks, guys. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like... uh. One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Is your school a true partner in your child's education? They should be. Pittsburgh's Christian schools agree. If you're looking for a safe environment where kids can learn, challenge, and grow with highly qualified teachers who are not only caring but accessible, where academic excellence goes hand-in-hand with character development, consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Walnut Grove Christian School in West Mifflin. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. I walked outside on this absolutely spectacular Friday in western Pennsylvania. And everybody in my neighborhood was outside in their yard. I mean, it it was really, it was crazy. It was like, and I said this in the 4 o'clock hour, it was like everyone had been hibernating, they all woke up and started digging. I mean, <laughs> I, I was overwhelmed by it. And then I thought instantly, which I always do, oh my gosh, I'm behind. Like, I need to get busy. Every time I see someone in their yard doing something, you'd think I could just enjoy it. You'd think I could just look at them and say, well, look, I'm so glad that makes them happy. Isn't their yard going to be beautiful? Instead, I immediately go into the self-loathing mode. Like, I can't believe I'm behind. I should have been doing this. I should have been doing that. The only person that can bring me to an emotional like place of, of sanity is Doug Oster. Doug is the host of Gardening by Doug and editor, I would should say, of Gardening by Doug. You can find him at Doug Oster. That's O-S-T-E-R dot com. Doug, welcome back. Mm, except I can't hear him. Interesting. Hold on, Doug. I bet you can hear me, but I can't hear you. I'm going to try it again. Okay. Oh, there we go. Look at that. Can you hear me now, Doug? I can hear you. How about that? Welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. Are, I mean, I know your neighborhood, you don't, you don't actually have a neighborhood because you have, you know, this this secret plot of land in the North Hills. But my, I live in a neighborhood, and seriously, there's nobody inside. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. It is. You I'm know. certainly not complaining. 
this weather has been amazing, but don't let it fool you. Uh, you know, I saw people the other day walking out of the store with peppers and tomatoes. It's still too early for that stuff. Uh, you know, I saw a big warning sign at the nursery. It's going to get cold again, and it will get cold again. And these plants, even though it, it seems like, wow, we're into summer, but you know, it's going to go down to 35 next week. And you put a plant out there that loves warm weather in cold weather like that, that is going to be miserable. You, you, even though we had such an easy winter and a very warm spring, you still have to follow the same calendar we've used over the years as far as when those plants go in the ground. So we're waiting until about May 20th to put tomatoes and peppers in the okay. ground. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, if you want to risk it, only risk a couple plants. Don't risk your whole crop. Okay. You know, I do I do all sorts of crazy stuff to warm up the soil and you know, they're growing under plastic, all this crazy stuff, but my main crop the very earliest is May 20th. I mean, I think it was 2 or 3 years ago we had snow on the 23rd. And so you you have to you you have to wait. But that doesn't mean you don't you don't garden. There are all sorts of things that can be planted now. All sorts of really cool cool weather cl- cool weather crops like i'm in fact as soon as we're done kathy (laughs) i got to get out in the garden i've got some chinese cabbage i've got onions i've got lettuce to plant i've got pansies to plant all this stuff goes in now these are the plants that love cool weather Mm. and so just don't get fooled by this that's that's all i'm trying to say okay so if we are going to focus on cool weather plants um you already mentioned some there i know my chives are already up um, so if people want to plant herbs, um, what kind, are, are there any that would work at this time? Oh yeah. All, all the perennials like sage, thyme. oregano, yep. Thyme, Mint. Uh, rosemary, rosemary be fine for right now. Uh, but the, the thing you're waiting on is the basil, you know, the, the basil is really tender okay. and any frost that, uh, that happens is going to kill a basil plant. So okay. you're waiting on that basil. You know, I've seen people. And I've talked to people that bought some basil plants. They're putting them on the windowsill because they're so excited. And you you do get fooled by, you know, 80-degree days in sure. April. Sure. I can't. I haven't had any luck growing herbs on my windowsill. Um, I tried that over the winter, and it just – I don't know why. It just didn't work for me. So my guess would be watering issue. Mm. Uh, you know, killed by kindness. User error? <laughs> no. Killed by kindness, mm. too much water, maybe too much fertilizer. You know, herbs in general, they like it on the dry side. Most of them are from a Mediterranean climate, so they're allowed to dry out a little bit. And oftentimes when we bring them in, we're tempted to give them a little bit too much water. Uh, and, and the other thing is basil is a tough one to grow on the window. Really, yeah, okay, just, yeah. That one is just like I only grow a, a very specific two very specific types of, of basil on the window. So one is called African blue basil and the other is called spicy globe basil uh, because they just, they seem to do okay. But your typical regular Italian Genovese basil is going to be miserable on the windowsill and probably not going to make it. But uh, really the, 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 the three that I love for the windowsill that are tough as nails are the sage, the thyme, and the oregano, they can kind of limp along on, on the windowsill and keep them on the dry side. One of the ones that's the hardest is uh, is rosemary. And even though, you know, rosemary can almost take our winter, 
it's one of those plants where you can't let it dry out, but you can't overwater it. So you just you have to water it just right, mm-hmm. and that, yeah, that's that that's hard to to do during the winter. You know, um, I, I again I, I've been fifty fifty with rosemary. <laughs> you know, you, if if I forget about it, if I neglect it, it's gone. If I for, if I forget and neglect a thyme or sage or yeah, it's oregano very forgiving. plant yeah they're forgiving yeah you give them a little water and they're just like oh thank you this mm-hmm. is great you know but they're not going to grow in the same way that they do outside now where they've got these long days uh you give them a little bit of fertilizer on these long days and they'll just get going like crazy let's talk about um what we can clear out of our garden now like before i met you doug i used to in the fall just completely raise the garden bed you know i'd cut everything down all the perennials all everything and then you said hey you know it's really if you want to do that you can but they're also uh insects that can use the perennials as they stand up during the winter. So my garden looks like absolute garbage now because everything's <laughs> all the perennials are like dead and sticking up. Well, it's time. This is the time. And when you do it, assuming you're still composting. I am. Oh, great. I'm so excited about that. You know that, Kathy. <laughs> Another convert. <laughs> and so I'm out there and I'm cutting all the dried stuff out. I just want to preface this by... This is the way we're taught to do it now. It used to be we were taught to clean everything out of there for a healthy garden. Now we're taught leave it up for the the beneficial insects. But if it drives you crazy, I always say this, the garden's for you. And and so you don't have to follow exactly what you and I are saying. Yes, it's a positive, but lots of us are doing this and certainly in the wild this is happening. And so again, I don't want somebody to be, to be thinking about their garden like I just I can't stand this every time I walk by it I hate it. If that's the case, it's okay to to cut this stuff down. For me though, I'm leaving it up. Actually, I always left it up because I'm lazy. So I was doing it the right way the whole time. But right now I'm cutting them down. I'm actually tying them up and I'm just throwing them on top of the compost pile just in case something is in there that wants to hatch out. Mm. And the compost pile is a good place for that to happen. Uh, and so yeah, it's time. Uh, get that uh, brown stuff out of there, all those perennials down. You know, we're also leaving them up like a uh, something like a comb flower or black-eyed Susan so the birds can have some seeds during the winter. Mm-hmm. So now it's time we can take that all down. They've got other food sources. You know, certainly the uh, insects will be out and about here, uh, probably already are, and they'll have those to feed on. And so it's okay to do that right now. And uh, also a time to plant uh perennials. Uh, this is a great time. Perennials are plants that come back year after year. It's a great time to put them in the ground. You can find them at the nurseries. Uh, and I think we all start off growing annuals, you know, your impatience. And I and the, I love these impatience and marigolds and all sorts of things that go from frost to frost, May to October. But then we keep adding more and more perennials because they just come back on their own. They expand and, uh, you know, over years and they don't take any maintenance. You don't have to keep buying those plants. And so by adding perennials right now, and this is a good time to plant because eventually things are going to cool off here a little bit. We're going to get a, a, some rain, and it's a good time to get these plants established. 
Doug Oster is with me. We're talking about everything out in your yard. You can find out more information about Doug because he's the editor of Gardening with Doug at DougOsterOSTER.com. Okay, what about the lawn? Um, ours looks pretty crappy right now. Um, so uh, talk about what we should be focusing on. So still a little early for the lawn. It's 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 getting there. Actually, I, I heard my neighbors cutting theirs today. So mm-hmm. I was like, and they really have a nice lawn. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And I started looking at mine. And, you know, I told you I'm going out of town tomorrow. So I've got to get this done today. I was looking at mine. I'm starting to get some growth there that if, if it doesn't get cut now and I come back in two weeks, I'm going to be in trouble. When you're dealing with your lawn, you don't have to worry a lot about fertilizer in the spring because the plants are just naturally going to grow like crazy if you want to put a little bit down it's okay but as it is now once we start to get a little bit of rain you might be cutting every three or four days the trick for the lawn is keep it high and then i always say let it lie let those uh trimmings lie Mm. Uh, as long as they're not you know making like big windrows in there and you've got a, a mulching mower or something those uh lawn trimmings when they go down into the base of the grass plant they are not causing thatch they are going to uh, decompose and give nutrients to the to the lawn and leave that grass if you can three and a half inches tall that is the perfect length it's going to shade out some weeds for you when you have a longer blade like that you get longer roots on the bottom which is what we want we wait basically the best time to to fertilize is later in the season as we get to the end of the season actually and um, if you're going to do some seeding or or overseeding or reseeding we're getting to that point right now but we want those soil temperatures to be a constant 50 or higher so we might want to wait a little bit on that and really important get that blade sharpened you don't want to just be tearing the grass you want it to be cut And your local hardware store will do that for you. You know, a lot of guys do it themselves. Safety is is the most important thing when you're taking that blade off. If you have a a, 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 a gas-powered mower, you must remove that spark plug wire. And if you've got a battery-powered one, you take the battery out. You know, it's very dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know, if 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 you're worried about this, take the whole mower into the hardware store and say, hey, I want you to go over it, change the oil, uh, if it's electric, I just want the blade sharpened. You know, I've seen people where they they take the blade, they get it sharpened, and they put it on the wrong way. They put it on upside down. <laughs> right. Uh, a sharp blade is really important, and you know, you want that mower set high, and you want it to be, you know, if it's a gas powered mower, you, you change the oil, you change the spark plug every year. You want everything to be running right. Doug Oster is with us. Doug, we need to take a break, so stay with us. We'll come back for part two. I got several houseplant questions that people have sent in. You you up for that? Oh, yeah. That sounds great. Okay, sounds good. More to come. Friday edition. We're digging right in. As a young adult, your college years, of course, are extremely pivotal. It's the time to discover who you are. And if you're fortunate and you are involved in Christian life to discover your God-given calling in life, because the world calls and says, oh, your college career is all about your future self and making your income to provide for your life. But of Mm -hmm. course, life is much more than that. And there are limitless numbers, seemingly limitless numbers of colleges that will help your child down that path. 
to figure out how to make the, the most road money, to right? To find the most jobs, all those sorts of things, all important things to consider. However, how many schools are there that are going to help your child prepare to go out into the world? to be an effective witness for Christ, to be a person who's able to work in their chosen field in a way that is a calling, whether they're being trained as a mechanical engineer or they're being trained as someone in business or an elementary school teacher, whatever it is, looking at that job as their vocation that is given to them by God and that God can work through them in a magnificent way because of their own individuality. How many colleges are going to prepare a child to look at it that way? That would be Grove City College. Eternal biblical truth in all the teachings, gcc.edu, Grove City College. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Terry Wardonis here from the Gateway Clipper. Celebrate Mom with a family aboard a Mother's Day cruise, sailing Sunday, May 14th. All moms will receive a special gift from all of us at the Clipper. For reservations, visit GatewayClipper.com. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Tonight will be cloudy with a thunder shower in spots in the evening, followed by a little rain late tonight, below 54. Tomorrow, breezy with periods of rain and a thunderstorm and a high of 57. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies with a low of 40. Sunday, mostly cloudy, chilly, the high 49. Monday, a shower in the area in the morning, otherwise mostly cloudy and chilly with a high of 50. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Whether it's inside or outside, Doug Oster knows what to do with your plants. That's why we have him back. Doug Oster from DougOster.com, Gardening with Doug. Doug, I want to turn to indoor plants. Um, My husband and I did some renovations at our house over the last year, and I was never able to grow anything because my house was very dark inside. But now we added some windows. It's nice and bright, and so I'm super into my house plants. Um, So now that it's spring, I'm assuming that I should start to fertilize them. Um, What do you recommend? Definitely. Uh, as the days get longer, this is the time to fertilize. Just remember, though, as we said before, houseplants like it kind of on the dry side. Yeah. Don't don't overdo it. I love a organic fertilizer that would be either fish-based or kelp-based. Uh, you can buy it in a concentrate. There's one I love. It's called Dramatic, only it's with two M's. It's from this company called Dram. 
it's available at two places, um, Han Nursery in the north and Chapman's in the south, but there are lots of other types. And the reason I, I recommend those is, as an organic gardener, I don't want to negatively affect anything in the soil. You know, there's microbes and stuff in there, and, and many times chemical fertilizers will have a salt in them. And, and all those little things that are down in there, even though we don't ever see them, they help us garden. Mm. And so the thing is, the one that's that dramatic, when I do apply it, it smells like low tide. So Okay. <laughs> yeah. My wife goes to see her mother. I, put I the know what that smell is. Yep. I put the fertilizer on, and when she comes back, she goes, did you? I said, I did. <laughs> yep. But it doesn't last long. Uh, back in the old days when we were, were doing these uh, old-fashioned fish-based fertilizers, I mean, you, you'd be bringing cats in from the rest of the neighborhood, but it doesn't, it doesn't smell like fish. It just, there's a, there's a yes. smell to it, but yeah. it, makes, it makes your plants go crazy. And so the other thing with houseplants, keep those leaves clean. Uh, that's mm. once a, once or twice a year, I'll go and I'll take a bunch. I'll throw them actually in the shower. Don't tell my wife. And <laughs> I let the water run through them and it cleans off the leaves. If there's dust and stuff on the leaves, they can't photosynthesize the way they should. And so keep them, keep them clean. And then another fun thing about houseplants, depending on the plant, you can make more, you know, you can either split them or make cuttings. And that's kind of a fun thing. You know, we're kind of getting out of houseplant time now. People are getting into their gardens. But don't neglect your houseplants. Keep them going. Okay, here's a specific question from a listener. Uh, can a climbing philodendron, like uh, like a Phil Pink Princess or a philodendron silver sword, be trained to trail? Or do they have to grow upward? They can go either way. Okay. and okay. They, can, they, can, they can trail downwards if you've got light. The reason people grow them up is because in general – you know, in front of the window, they they grow up, but they could trail down. Like if you had if you had the plant up high, it could trail down in front of the window, but it, can't, it it's not going to want to trail down below the window because there's no light. No light there. Got it. What about uh, fungus gnats? What do you recommend for those? Oh gosh, there's a brand new product, and of course I can't remember the name of it. I it's at Sorgles. Oh gosh, Kathy. No, it's it's sitting like ten feet from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but when you think of it, text me later, and I'll put it up on our face on our social media. Uh, it, it the thing about fungus gnats, it means that you're overwatering, mm. and that's that's what what happens to them. The first thing, the first line of defense is to let that plant completely dry out. Uh, but there is this organic product that you can drench the soil to get rid of those fu- fungus gnats. And I will text it to you. Okay. Uh, but in the most, for the most part, whenever we see fungus gnats, and they, they, they're not anything that are bad for the plant or anything. They just drive you nuts. And a fungus gnat is just like all this kind of like little bugs flying around, drive, drive, you, drive you nuts. The other thing we used to do or could do is they have these little yellow sticky traps you can get at the nursery. And you just stick that in, and they get caught on there, and then they're gone once you dry things out. Hmm. Okay. Talking to Doug Oster about gardening inside and outside. Okay, we're going to move back to the outdoors now. Uh, a listener says that uh, their boxwood is in bad shape, and they included yeah. a photograph. It's all brown on the bottom. Um, yeah. So what's, what's, what does that mean? So first off, uh, that cold snap that we had in December, that has taken its toll on boxwoods, really? hollies, and all sorts of other plants. 
But boxwoods are, are have a specific other problem, but we need to diagnose it first before we take action. In this case, I'm just guessing that they have these little things called leaf miners, and what that person needs to do is look at the leaf, that brown leaf, and kind of turn it upside down and get really close to it and see if there's like little kind of like trailing lines in there. That's called a leaf miner, and it needs to be dealt with now in its adult stage. So what happens is it's like this little, almost like a fly-like, smaller than that, though, insect. It lays its eggs on the boxwood, and then they tunnel in and turn those leaves brown. That's one of the problems. But in in this case where we can't see it mm-hmm. or I can't see it, I always recommend getting this thing called a certified arborist to come look. They come for free, and it must be a certified arborist because a certified arborist has a code of ethics they are not going to try and sell you something that you don't need. If it's a chuck in a truck when it comes to tree care, that's that's the wrong way to go. I do all this work for Davy Tree. Uh, I, I host their podcast. I, I they're they're on my radio show, so you have to know that before I I tell you that I trust Davy Tree. But I used I've used Davy Tree for forty years now. I. Mm. I where I grew grew up was right where their main headquarters is in Kent, Ohio. And so we've always used Davy Tree. Again, I trust those guys. You call them, they come for free, they'll diagnose it, they'll give you an estimate like, hey, this is, you, you need to deal with these, whatever it is. But there's other things that could be the, the problem with boxwood too, and you've got to have an expert on site to, to, to diagnose that. And don't just try and go willy-nilly and say, well, I'm just going to spray this on there. I can't tell you how many times, Kathy, that I've seen people kill a plant by putting the wrong thing on there, just thinking, panicking. Mm, you know? Sure. i got to do something. This not, yeah, this is not the time to panic. We have time with the boxwood. It could just be winter kill from that December thing. It could be leaf miners. It could be boxwood blight. Get an expert to come. As I said, they come for free and You'll you'll be better off. Doug, one minute left. You're leaving for Portugal tomorrow. Tell us about it. Taking 46 of my best friends, <laughs> uh, gardeners, and we're going to Portugal, and we're going to see all these gardens in Portugal. I've been doing these trips since 2013, and I have so much fun, Kathy, doing it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, seeing these different countries, seeing these different cultures, seeing these amazing gardens. We're seeing this thing called the... Madeira Flower Festival, which is like this, like you know, long, week long, weeks long thing, where it just flowers everywhere, and it, it's, I just, I can't, I can't wait. But this is a bad time for a gardener to be leaving his garden. No kidding, you have to really want to go on the trip. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving instructions for the boss here (laughs) to, 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 on when to water and how to water and. Uh, hopefully everything everything will be fine when I come back. So I'm very excited about taking everybody to Portugal. And next up is Tuscany in October, and I've got about ten seats left there. And oh my gosh, uh, yeah, I, I'm Kathy. One of these days, you're coming. I know. Listen, I am ready for it. It's just this pesky job I have, you know. Listen, I got to go, Doug. We're on our way out. That's Doug Oster. Check him out online, Doug Oster, O-S-T-E-R dot com. Have a great time on your trip. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New 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 music. New music from We Are Messengers, Wholehearted. Yes.
Yes, I am by Christian Paul. And Andrew Rick for the love of God. Best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. Contact the text group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other aggressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-792-4730. 800 I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person counts. I not have to file for an extension. She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. Hey, can someone help with these 1099? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. At Chilled to Perfection in Oakmont, you can look perfect at any age. Safe, fast, and completely non-invasive. Chilled to Perfection is your all-natural way to target stubborn body fat, age spots, cellulite, acne, hair loss, and more. For a limited time, get a cryoskin treatment in the area of your choice, plus cryofacial for just $249. Defy your age, where your results are their business. Visit ChilledToPerfectionPGH.com today. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? The Bucks. Look, it's a shock to everybody. It's a shock to me. It's not like I was predicting that the Pirates would be good. But now that it's here, I mean, I am just living it up. And there's a lot of conversation all around town. And people are saying, let's go. What was a conversation that made you think? Oh, there were a lot of conversations this week. I had kind of a hard time with this. Um, I went for our Monday conversation slash concert with Greg and Rebecca Sparks. They were in studio with us at 510. Um, They're both such, they're just wonderful people. They're so much fun, um, endlessly creative, and really thoughtful. And the first song they did Precious Jesus, I think it was called. I'd never heard it before. It was so beautiful. Uh, if you missed this or any other segment this week, you can always check out our podcast. We're on You Name the Platform. Um, just look for us, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. What are you reading? 
I read this week um, a book called On Getting Out of Bed with Alan Noble. And I almost put that as my conversation that made me think, because it certainly did. Uh, I cannot recommend more highly this book by Alan. Uh, it's the latest one. It's only about 100 pages long. If you or someone you love has ever suffered with depression or anxiety or feeling weird or um, everything from kind of blah to suicidal ideation, this book is so applicable. If you have never suffered suffered with any of these things, this book is still applicable. That is how much I love it. It's so simply written. Um, it's not a how-to, um, but what it is is taking a step back and looking at why we live. And it's just absolutely wonderfully, wonderfully done. So please check out On Getting Out of Bed by Alan Noble. What did you eat? Sweet potato fries. Here's the thing. I've always loved sweet potato fries. When my kitchen was under renovation, which took six months, um, not just my kitchen, but my house, uh, we had to put a like pretend kitchen in my daughter's bedroom because we had to live upstairs. And I had two things. I had an air fryer and a hot pad. And I got to love my air fryer because I made sweet potato fries in it. It was super delish. Um, and then as soon as the kitchen was done, like a week later, the air fryer bit it over, died. So then I was like, should I get a new air fryer? And I thought I have a new kitchen. Like I don't, I'm not going to spend $80 on an air fryer. Lo and behold, I find out this week that my, my oven has an air fryer function. It does. Now you'd think I would know that cause I had it for six months. Maybe I didn't read the instruction manual all the way through. I'm just saying. Anyway, I made sweet potato fries. They were so good. What did you watch? My husband and I are watching The Lincoln Lawyer on on Netflix. It is um, based on the Mickey Holler books written by Michael Connolly, which I have read. Uh, Michael Connolly has also written the Harry Bosch books. If you're either familiar with the books or saw the Amazon show about Harry Bosch, Mickey Holler in their fictional world is Harry's half brother. Uh, they share a father, um, but Mickey is different because he's a defense lawyer. He's not a cop and he's raised in Mexico. And I was very leery of this show because the Matthew McConaughey movie based on it was a fine movie, but it had absolutely no connection to the books at all, not even a little bit. And Matthew McConaughey looks nothing like Mickey Holler is supposed to look. This one on Netflix, they hit it. It is awesome. You should check it out. What hacked you off? I know everybody online fights about everything. I think I'm kind of used to that. But what just hit me this week for the umpteenth time is how hacked I get when I see how Christians treat other Christians online. Look, if we're trying to talk about a denominational matter or we're trying to talk about a pastor that somebody doesn't like or a pastor who's screwed up or a church that's treated people badly or whatever it is, I cannot believe how argumentative, how how out for blood people are on Twitter talking about whether Calvinism is right or wrong. I mean, it. That's just one example. It just goes on and on and on. Look, if the world who has not yet met Jesus is going to treat each other like crap, then, okay, who are we to judge? That's what Paul says, right? First Corinthians 5. But really, 
inside, like we're going to treat each other that badly. Jesus said, you know how the world will know that I, I was real, that I came, that I was who I said I was because of how you love each other. And we're doing a crappy job. What was the best news you heard this week? John and I went to a baseball game last night. It was the first time I've seen the Bucks this year. It was like at game time, which was 635. I think it was like 80 degrees. We sat right behind home plate. The Bucks looked terrific. The starting pitching is so, – I'm so shocked by it. It's such a pleasure to see. Key Brian Hayes uh, got a ground ball. He felt like he was like on his bum when he got it. Ended up turning it into a double play. It was so terrific. PNC Park is so gorgeous, and I got a game ball. I mean, I can't think of better news. What have you been listening to? I got up this morning. And uh, before my eyes even opened, I heard the birds singing. It was so sunny. It's just such a lovely, lovely time in Pittsburgh. This is the only thing that I thought would be relevant for us to hear today. The heart is a blue. Up through the stony ground, there's no room, no space to rent in this town. You're out of luck, and the reason that you had to care, the traffic is stuck, and you're not moving anywhere. You thought you found a friend to take you out of. This place, someone you can lend a hand in return for grace. It's a beautiful. employees do impacts your brand, including what they wear. Cintas has high-performance workplace apparel for almost every job imaginable. From work shirts and pants to polos and khakis to Oxfords or T-shirts, these clothes move, breathe, and look great. Your team gets the styles they like, you convey the image you want. And Cintas service includes weekly laundry and delivery. To learn more, visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. Stay prepared with precise local forecasts and advanced radar. Stay safe with severe weather alerts. Stay ahead of the storm with the free AccuWeather app. Get your weather news when and how you want it wherever you are. Whether you're going for a run, scheduling a trip, or stocking up before a storm, you can plan ahead. And for the highest level of safety, upgrade to Premium Plus, our most exclusive subscription. Say goodbye to unpredictability and hello to AccuWeather. Don't wait. Download the app today. Hi, this is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and best-selling author on safety and preparedness. The fact is, things are getting downright scary for everyone who's storing their wealth in the banks. We just saw the collapse of three major banks, and I would urge you to consider protecting your wealth ASAP. If even a tiny percentage of Americans attempt to withdraw their savings, we would see a collapse of the entire banking system, sending us into a modern-day Great Depression. Fortunately, there is a way for you to avoid this. It starts with contacting Advantage Gold. If you have an IRA or 401 
401k, Advantage Gold can help convert those paper assets into physical gold and silver. This is the process that I recommend everybody use as a hedge against rapid inflation and to protect your retirement wealth from the banks. Take control of your financial safety today. Call 800-900-8000 to get your free gold investment kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Has your home fallen victim to Mother Nature? Get a free storm damage analysis from Bachman's Roofing. You may never notice the damage from storms, so let the experienced team at Bachman's Roofing provide a free analysis to check for damages from the recent storms. Bachman's is now offering 0% financing and no payments for six months. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com to set up your free storm damage analysis by May 1st. That's 412-744-8390. Every summer, Pine Valley Camp changes lives, not just for the more than 100 underserved kids who attend each week, but for the many high school and college-age volunteers and staff who work with them as lifeguards, cooks, camp counselors, and more. If you're 16 to 25, apply now and come help make an impact and change lives in a fun, safe, Christian family environment. Apply today at pinevalleycamp.org. Pine Valley Camp, rebuilding broken lives through Jesus Christ. In Beaver County, camp opens mid-June. When I was in college, uh, my uh, junior year, I moved out of the pit dorms and I went to an apartment in North Oakland. I lived on the seventh floor and uh, it was a pretty nice place. It was like a security building. It was supposed, it was the same building, coincidentally, where Mr. Rogers had his little, uh, like his little escape apartment he could go to and take a nap during the day because it was across the street from WQED or play the piano or whatever. I used to run into him there and running into Mr. Rogers was the best thing about the apartment because there were a lot of really bad things. Um, And what made it worse is that whenever you brought up any of the negative things with the landlords, they acted like totally shocked. Like, Oh my goodness. What? I mean, it was like, So we had roaches and we had them multiple times. And every time I would call, they would say, well, we don't have any roaches in this building. And I'm thinking, well, that's ironic because I'm standing in the building and I'm looking at one. So clearly you have. Anyway, it was just one of those things. The people that lived above us, I lived there for two years, were such a source of irritation. I can't even express. Now, all of the um, rooms had hardwood floors. And so whatever they were doing, it was like there was some kind of speaker system that went from their apartment into my head. It was like studying for a test, trying to have some, you know, I lived with three other women. So trying to have one modicum of like a moment to myself was impossible because of the people who lived upstairs. So in honor of National Poetry Month, I've pulled out a favorite of mine by Ogden Nash, and it's called The People Upstairs. And so if you also are like me and you ever lived in an apartment and you had people upstairs who were kind of noisy, but it wasn't just that. It was the fact that you were so irritated that every little thing they did became so amped up that you were like a crazy person. You will understand. The People Upstairs. The people upstairs all practice ballet. Their living room is a bowling alley. 
Their bedroom is full of conducted tours. Their radio is louder than yours. They celebrate weekends all the week. When they take a shower, your ceilings leak. They try to get their parties to mix by supplying their guests with pogo sticks. And when their fun at last abates, they go to the bathroom on roller skates. I might love the people upstairs more if only they lived on another floor. That's by Ogden Nash. We continue to celebrate National Poetry Month. Listen, I'm so happy you were along for today's Ride Home. Lex, thanks for being here. Always. Thanks for all your excellent work. Uh, I hope you're going to be enjoying a wonderful weekend in and around the Pittsburgh area. And for those of you who are listening online from faraway places, I hope you have a pleasant weekend as well. Um, I continue to say, let's go Bucks. We miss John Hall. He took a day off today. Um, but if you missed any of today's program or if you missed any of the week, listen, go back and check out the podcast or you can go online and even watch the show on YouTube. The podcast is available, The Ride Home with Johnny Kathy or at The Word Pittsburgh on YouTube. Have a great weekend, Pittsburgh. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.